section number seven of hawaiian legends of ghosts and ghost gods this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c hawaiian legends and ghosts of ghost gods by william drake westervelt kahuhu the shark god of molokai the story of the shark god kauhuhu has been told under the legend of ikana ka man-eater which was the ancient name of the little harbor puku which lies at the entrance to one of the beautiful valleys of the island of molokai the better way is to take the legend as revealing the great man-eater is one of his most kindly aspects the shark god appears as the friend of a priest who is seeking revenge for the destruction of his children kamalo was the name of the priest his heu or temple was at kaluaha a village which faced the channel between the islands of molokai and maui across the channel the rugged red-brown slopes of the mountain iki were lost in the masses of clouds which continually hung around its sharp peaks the two boys of the priest delighted in the glorious revelations of sunrise and sunset tossed in shattered fragments of cloud color and rejoiced in the reflected tints which danced to them over the swift channel currents it is no wonder that the courage of sky and sea entered into the hearts of the boys and that many deeds of daring were done by them they were taught many of the secrets of the temple by their father but were warned that certain things were sacred to the gods and must not be touched the high chief or ali of that part of the island had a temple a short distance from kaluaha in the valley of the harbor which was called aikanaka the name of this chief was kupa the chiefs always had a house built within the temple walls as their own residence to which they could retire at certain seasons of the year kupa had two remarkable drums which he kept in his house at the hue his skill in beating his drums was so great that they could reveal his thoughts to the waiting priests one day kupa sailed far away over the sea to his favorite fishing grounds meanwhile the boys were tempted to go to kupa's hue and try the wonderful drums the valley of the little harbor Aikanaka bore the musical name Mapu Lihu. Along the beach and over the ridge hastened the two sons of Kamalo. Quickly they entered the hiu, found the high chief's house, took out his drums, and began to beat upon them. Some of the people heard the familiar tones of the drums. They dared not enter the sacred doors of the hiu but watched until the boys became weary of their sport and returned home when kupa returned they told him how the boys had beaten upon his sacred drums kupa was very angry and ordered his mu 
or temple sacrifice seekers to kill the boys and bring their bodies to the heiau to be placed on the altar when the priest kamalo heard of the death of his sons in bitterness of heart he sought revenge his own power was not great enough to cope with his high chief therefore he sought the aid of the seers and prophets of highest repute throughout molokai but they feared kupa the chief and could not aid him and therefore sent him on to another kula or prophet or sent him back to consult some one the other side of his home all this time he carried with him fitting presents and sacrifices by which he hoped to gain the assistance of the gods through their priests at last he came to the steep precipice which overlooks kalaupapa and kalawaio the present home of the lepers at the foot of this precipice was a hue in which the great shark god was worshipped down the sides of the precipice he climbed and at last found the priest of the shark god the priest refused to give assistance but directed him to go to a great cave in the bold cliffs south of kalawao the name of the cave was Anapui, the cave of the eel here dwelt the great shark god kahahuhu and his guardians or watchers waka and mu the great dragons or reptiles of polynesian legends these dragons were mighty warriors in the defense of the shark god and were his kahus or caretakers while he slept or when his cave needed watching during his absence kamalo tired and discouraged plodded along through the rough lava fragments piled around the entrance to the cave he bore across his shoulders a black pig which he had carried many miles as an offering to whatever power he could find to aid him as he came near to the cave the watchman saw him and said e here comes a man food for the great shark mano fish for kahuhuhu but kamalo came nearer and for some reason aroused sympathy in the dragons ehili ehili they cried to him away away it is death to you here's the taboo place death it may be life it may be give me revenge for my sons and i have no care for myself then the watchman asked about this trouble and he told them how the chief kupa had slain his sons as a punishment for beating the drums then he narrated the story of his wanderings all over molokai seeking for some power strong enough to overcome kupa at last he had come to the shark god as the final possibility of aid if kuhahulu failed him he was ready to die indeed he had no wish to live the moo assured him of their kindly feelings and told him that it was a very good thing that kauhulu 
was away fishing for if he had been home there would have been no way for him to go before the god without suffering immediate death there would have been not even an instant for explanations yet they ran a very great risk in aiding him for they must conceal him until the way was opened by the favors of the great gods if he should be discovered and eaten before gaining the aid of the shark god they too must die with him they decided that they would hide him in the rubbish pile of taro peelings which had been thrown on one side when they had pounded taro here he must lie in perfect silence until the way was made plain for him to act they told him to watch for the coming of eight great surf waves rolling in from the sea and then wait in his place of concealment for some opportunity to speak to the god because he would come in the last great wave soon the surf began to roll in and break against the cliffs higher and higher rose the waves until the eighth reared far above the waters and met the winds from the shore which whipped the curling crest into a shower of spray it raced along the water and beat far up into the cave breaking into foam out of which the shark god emerged at once he took his human form and walked around the cave as he passed the rubbish heap he cried out a man is here i smell him the dragons earnestly denied that any one was there but the shark god said there is surely a man in this cave if i find him dead man you are if i find him not you shall live then kahuhuhu looked along the walls of the cave and in all the hiding places but could not find him he called with a loud voice but only the echoes answered like the voices of ghosts after a thorough search he was turning away to attend to other matters when kamalo's pig squealed then the giant shark god leaped to the pile of taro leavings and thrust them apart there lay kamalo and the black pig which had been brought for sacrifice oh the anger of the god oh the blazing eyes kauhuhu instantly caught kamalo and lifted him from the rubbish up toward his great mouth now the head and shoulders are in kauhuhu's mouth so quickly has this been done that kamalo has had no time to think kamalo speaks quickly as the teeth are coming down upon him e kahuhu listen to me hear my prayer then perhaps eat me the shark god is astonished and does not bite he takes kamalo from his mouth and says well for you that you spoke quickly perhaps you have a good thought speak then kamalo told about his sons and their death at the hands of the executioners of the great chief and that no one dared avenge him but that all the prophets of their different gods had sent him from one place to another but could not give him no aid 
sure now was he that kahuhu alone could give him aid pity came to the shark god as it had come to his dragon watchers when they saw the sad condition of kamalo all this time kamalo had held the hog which he had carried with him for sacrifice this he now offered to the shark god kahuhu pleased and compassionate accepted the offering and said e kamaho if you had come for any other purpose i would eat you but your cause is sacred i will stand as your kahu your guardian and sorely punish the high chief kupa then he told kamalo to go to the hue of the priest who told him to see the shark god take this priest on his shoulders carry him over the steep precipices to his own hue at kalaluaha and there live with him as a fellow priest they were to build a tabu fence around the hue and put up the sacred tabu staffs of white tapa cloth they must collect black pigs by the four hundred red fish by the four hundred and white chickens by the four hundred then they were to wait patiently for the coming of kauhuhu it was to be a strange coming on the island of lanai far to the west of the maui channel they should see a small cloud white as snow increasing until it covered the little island then that cloud would cross the channel against the wind and climb the mountains of molokai until it rested on the highest peaks over the valley where kupa had his temple at that time said kahohuhu a great rainbow will span the valley i shall be in the care of that rainbow and you may clearly understand that i am there and you will speedily punish the man who has injured you remember that because you came to me for this sacred cause therefore i have spared you the only man who has ever stood in the presence of the shark god and escaped alive swiftly did camelo go up and down precipices and along the rough hard ways to the hue of the priest of the shark god gladly did he carry him up from kalapupapa to the mountain ridge above quickly did he carry him to his home and there provide for him while he gathered together the black pigs the red fish and the white chickens within the sacred enclosure he had built here he brought his family those who had the nearest and strongest claims upon him when his work was done his eyes burned with watching the clouds of the little western island lanai ah the days passed so slowly the weeks and months came so the legends say and still camelo waited in patience at last one day a white cloud appeared it was unlike all the other white clouds he had anxiously watched during the dreary months over the channel it came it spread over the hillsides and climbed the mountains and rested at the head of the valley belonging to kupa then the watchers saw the glorious rainbow and knew that kauhuhu had come according to his word the storm arose at the head of the valley 
the wind struggled into a furious gale the clouds gathered in heavy black masses dark as midnight and were pierced through with terrific flashes of lightning the rains fell in floods sweeping the hillside down into the valley and rolling all that was below onward in a resistless mass toward the ocean down came the torrent upon the hue belonging to kupa tearing its walls into fragments and washing kupa and his people into the harbor at the mouth of the valley here the shark god had gathered his people sharks filled the bay and feasted upon kupa and his followers until the waters ran red and all were destroyed hence came the legendary name for that little harper aikana ka the place for man-eaters it is said in the legends that when great clouds gather on the mountains and a rainbow spans the valley look out for furious storms of wind and rain which come suddenly sweeping down the valley it is also said in the legends that this strange storm which came in such awful power upon kupa spread out over the adjoining lowlands carrying great destruction everywhere but it paused at the taboo staff of kamalo and rushed on either side of the sacred fence not daring to touch any one who dwelt therein therefore kamalo and his people were spared the legend has been called aikanaka because of the feast of the sharps on the human flesh swept down into the harbor by the storm but it seems more fitting to name the story after the shark god kauhuhu who sent mighty storms and wrought great destruction end of section seven recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c